Hello. Hello, hello. How are you? It's nice to see you. Thank you so much for uh, coming on here with us. Oh, my pleasure. Absolutely. So first of all, hi, Michelle. How are you doing? Very good. I'm so happy awesome. to have Charlene. Yes, totally. I want to welcome all of our listeners back to the Heal Yourself podcast with Michelle Moon and myself, DJ Silo. And uh, today is a very exciting, uh, special episode. This is our first episode with a guest. Um, <laughs> and we have the honor, the pleasure, and the privilege of having the one and only Shalini Videra on the podcast today. Uh, for those who are just getting familiar with Shalini, um, Shalini, she is a celebrity makeup artist, a wildly successful entrepreneur, a best-selling author with the book Passport to Beauty, and so much more. And she's now using her experience, her reach, and her resources to empower the next generation of women leaders. Um, to me, uh, Shalini, when I was doing research about you, I was like, wow, this woman is a force of nature. And it was clear that you are tapped into spirit at a deep level. So um, it's it's clear you've had quite the journey in becoming yourself so far and who you are today. And I'm so excited to meet you and, and just find out more about uh, what makes you tick and what you're excited about. So please join Michelle and I in welcoming Shalini Videra to the podcast. Well, thank you. I'm so excited okay. to be here. Thank you. And, you know, I'm really, really um, excited to meet you, DJ Michelle. I know you and I have connected in the past, but it's right. always nice to meet like-minded people doing amazing things in the world. So thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So we'd like to uh, start this podcast off with a brief guided meditation. Would you be down to join us in that? I'm always down. So. <laughs> Down to it. <laughs> awesome. So we are very, very happy to have uh, Shalini today with the Heal Yourself with Michelle and DJ Silo. So let's take a moment to bring our awareness and connect with ourselves through our breath. And feel the existence of your essence of life. And relax your shoulders and relax your neck. Relax your whole body. And discover peace, joy, and happiness within you. As you breathe in and out and discovering the beauty and the power of life, let's be grateful and thankful for this moment that we feel that we are alive, we exist and we evolve every single moment and feel a connection with our heart, our heart center that has abundant love, abundant life energy to share with so many. and recognize who we are from deep level, beyond everything, beyond any condition. And from our lower abdomen, our body center, deeply breathe in, And the breath out and let go, empty everything. And again, the breath in 
and out and discover gratitude, appreciation about our life energy. And you can deliver any positive message to yourself three times. And if you don't know what to say, you can say, I love myself. I trust myself. I respect myself. And slowly coming out from your inner consciousness to your outer consciousness. Deep breath in and out. Again, deep breath in and out. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> ah. Thank you for that, Michelle. Oh, welcome. My pleasure. <laughs> We need uh, Michelle for this every single morning. <laughs> Get our day started on the right foot. Yeah, it's great how just like a little moment like that can really like shift. That makes uh, a big difference. Yeah. So, um, Shelanie, I, I wanted to jump right in and, and ask you, like, when did it click for you that beauty is your passion? And I also wanted to ask, like, along with that, um, I've heard you talk about global beauty. And I just want to ask, like, what is global beauty to you? Yeah. So I think for me, my fascination and enchantment with beauty started at a really young age. Uh, you know, I grew up in San Diego, but I was very fortunate enough to travel to visit my grandparents in Kenya and visit my um, other grandparents in India. And so we would, you know, we didn't have a ton of money growing up, but somehow my parents made the trips so amazingly special for us. And we'd fly Japan Airlines and Singapore mm -hmm. Airlines. And if we were good kids on the flight, we'd get like a little prize at the layover. But I was more interested in what the flight attendants looked like. And to mm -hmm. me, mm -hmm. they were like these walking Barbie dolls. And I was so fascinated and just mm -hmm. in awe of them. And I think growing up trying to you know, navigate fitting into two cultures and also being bullied for looking different in a very blonde surf, you know, town that I grew up in. Uh, these women were really the epitome of confidence to me and strength. Mm -hmm. I mean, they walked with a lot of confidence and power. And, and so they were kind of my little shimmer of aspiration of, I hope one day I can get to that. And that really started an enchantment at a very young age. Uh, you know, as far as global beauty, um, you know, I had started my career as a makeup artist at 17 at the Clinique counter. You know, I just got a part-time job. I worked my way up to getting a fantastic break on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno that opened up the celebrity mm -hmm. world that got me on television. And it was actually, you know, one of those people that come into your life where you're like, wow, that was really mean. But then you're like, wow, I'm so grateful for you because you really made me think on my feet quickly. And I remember I was flying to New York on a pretty regular basis to go on the Today Show and the early show and and in true New York fashion, which coming from San Diego, we weren't, we weren't used to that. We're used to tacos and let's go to the beach and how are you? You know, not like, hey, I'm going to, you know. And uh, the producer came up to me and she goes, why am I flying you out here first class and putting you up in a suite <laughs> when anyone can talk about what you're talking about? And at that time we were talking about like, you know, from office to office party, how to look glamorous for the holidays. And right on my feet, I said, yeah, you're right. Um, wow. Anyone could talk about this in beauty, but no one's talking about the fact that we are the greatest melting pot in the world and we're producing mm -hmm. these new skin tones minute by minute. And nobody's mm -hmm. really, really celebrating that. And, you know, two, we always want to know why Indian women have this traffic stopping shiny, you know, shiny hair and why Chinese women never seem to age. And Brazilian women have these amazing bodies and it's not genetics. It's all these amazing secrets that have been passed down for centuries. And I was always the first one lined up for my grandmother's hot scalp massage, you know, how to, because <laughs> I knew mm -hmm. not only was my hair going to look great, but 
I was never going to get a better scalp massage. And so I started talking a lot about some of the beauty rituals and secrets from around the world. And that's really what carved my distinct and um, unique voice in beauty. And really my, you know, ignited more of my passion and purpose into celebrating diversity and just how beautiful the world is and all the gifts that it can bring us if we were just open enough to, to listen and learn. Amazing. Uh, thank you for that. So on like sort of the, the, the same side, but with spirit, like, have you always had sort of like a relationship with spirit? Has spirituality always been a part of your life? Or is that something that sort of came in at some point? Um, or maybe it's changed over time, you know? I knew there was always something. I didn't know what it was. Um, maybe I was too young or not open enough or too scared, <laughs> um, you know, uh, to realize that I did know that there were times and moments in my life where I had experienced incredible uh, spiritual feelings, you know, in Hawaii and in certain areas of the world mm -hmm. where I literally didn't want to speak for hours. You know, I just had felt something so fleeting and so beautiful that it was, it was overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But I think um, it wasn't until I moved to Los Angeles and I was really going through, you know, just the trials and tribulations of being a female entrepreneur and, and a, a solo female founder where I had no choice, but to tune into the spiritual um, experiences that I was going through that were just so loud and in my face that, if I didn't, if I didn't embrace it, I don't really, I think it probably would have driven me crazy. <laughs> and, and I'm really fascinated. And this is like, I would love to hear both of uh, your perspectives on, on this next piece, which is then the relationship between beauty and, uh, and spiritual growth, because maybe at first glance, some may think of beauty as just external uh, uh, like looks and uh, spiritual growth is about like internal, uh, like development. But I'm I'm interested uh, for both of you how that how those two things like uh, can relate and power each other. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. For me, there is no outer beauty without the inner beauty. Um, you know, you can be a beautiful looking person, but be a horrible person on the inside, <laughs> make you a beautiful person, um, you be an absolutely beautiful person and have horrible skin, but your beauty will still radiate right through and through. And so, um, I have always looked at beauty as a 360 degree holistic approach to living your best life. And I think now, you know, being more tapped in with the spiritual side of my life and, you know, really learning so much through that. I really feel that beauty is a universal language. When I was writing my book, it didn't matter mm -hmm. if I was, you know, in a slum or in a village where women had no rights and had no running water, no electricity, or if I was on Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills, speaking to a woman, every woman had the same need to look and feel beautiful. And it was a language that was spoken in whatever language globally. And when it wow. came time to creating uh Ready, Set, Jet, which is my most recent brand, is my third beauty brand. There was really no reason for me to put another lipstick on the market or, you know, I was creating brands for a lot of influencers and celebrities. And it was really time to use beauty as a vehicle for change. I mean, it, we know that everybody loves it. We know that it has such a profound effect on self-esteem, which is mm. going to give you that inner beauty, which is going to give you the confidence. And I'm a true and firm believer that confident women can change the world. Mm -hmm. And so if I can play my part in providing that approach and um, outlook on what beauty can be and redefining what beauty is, mm -hmm. then that's really where the spiritual side of beauty comes into the um, materialistic side of beauty, because we're using it for change and impact. Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, when I when I contact Shalini, I know she is very uh, deeply into spirituality and she has her spiritual practice every day. Uh, so me as a holistic healer over 22 years, <laughs> we could have been met in Sedona, but we just like missed the chance. Uh, but I'm very, uh, very happy to connect with you with this uh, heal yourself 
with Michelle DiGiasalo uh, podcast. But anyway, over 22 years of my experience helping also a lot of celebrities, corporate leaders, uh, mm-hmm. like everybody, like all people, I helped them finding their inner beauty, inner power. And when they find that connection from deep within, uh, beyond what they do, beyond their capability or any condition, I see them really glow and there's a confidence, there's a joy, uh, and it's unchanging. It's always there. And mm-hmm. when we when we create our life, every single moment with that connection, uh, like nothing can nothing can you know scare us and nothing can stop us. It just makes us really glow from, you know, from within. And I see that that's really, um, that's really powerful. And when I looked at Shalini, I kind of meditated like, oh, what kind of conversation that I can have today? I know like the true power, like, oh, like how, how could like Shalini can become who she is now, even though there's so many like uh, media exposures and so many articles, so many shows that she led, but I, I felt somehow she definitely had some like strong spiritual connection. And then that really made her glow and inspire so many. And then uh, I saw mm-hmm. she, she is founding uh, the, the organization Beauty Power. What's the name? Uh, Beauty Power Living. Actually, uh, Michelle, that came directly from Sedona. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I had gone through such a difficult time in my entrepreneurial, uh, uh-huh. you know, uh, journey, so to speak. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and so I remember very well being called to Sedona that weekend, um, and being asked to come now, and I, I uh-huh. thought I was going to. Come. So I'm like, yeah, I'm something now, and then it was like Sedona. <laughs> I can come now. And they're like, don't be ridiculous. And then uh, I talked my husband into driving Mm -hmm. and he's like, you realize it's 10 hour drive to Sedona. And I'm like, I feel compelled that we just have to drive. And Mm. on the drive there, um, our car was struck by lightning. Oh, um, you know, I was holding my phone and it was plugged into this, into the car. And I just got this Mm. acid burning feeling down Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and when I arrived in, in Sedona, I actually went to meet with uh, Ilchi Lee and uh, he looked at me and he said, that was for your brain. That was mm-hmm. for you. And it was, you know, it's like he knew. And he said, these are the four mm-hmm. things I need you to do. The fifth thing, you'll know exactly what you need to do. It's your homework. And sure enough, I went and I, I went to Bell Rock Mountain. I did Courthouse mm-hmm. uh, Butte. I did everything that he told me mm-hmm. to Boy, did I really get knocked over the head with just mm. uh, the truths of my life and, you know, why I was here, what I was supposed to be doing, how I was supposed mm-hmm. to be um, really looking back at all of these things that I thought were such horrible failures and and, and really being grateful for those as my master teachers and mm-hmm. lessons. And that's really when I realized on that last day in Sedona, I was like, I don't want any woman to go through what I went through with the, you know, sexual harassment, bullying, the gender bias, the lack of resources. And so I decided to create a women's platform called Power Beauty Living, um, where it was mentorship for women by women in business. Uh, What are you doing for unmatched confidence, for unmatched leverage in the world? That's where the beauty comes in. And then what are you doing from a practice standpoint? that no matter what's going on out here, you are just solid on the inside. And I came up with that idea and I came back to LA and I was like, I'll throw a party, you know, maybe we'll have 25 people come. We had 175 people show up within a year, the United Nations, uh, asked us to launch globally on, on the floor of the UN. And we actually brought in the brain Institute to make, all these diplomats <laughs> tap because we were doing it after lunch and I'm like I need to wake them up how can we do this um and now where what's happened with power beauty living I mean it was so divinely aligned that uh some of the investors in ready set jet came on board and funded it into a full nonprofit 501c3 wow. to really extend the deep impact that we're doing in beauty and we've spent so much time in the slums over the last few years and just seen 
how not only beautiful these girls are, but how hungry they are for guidance and to know that they have an opportunity to be anything other than a servant or married at 15 or trafficked. You know, they they are hungry to have their own identity, to have their career, to have the skills and right. the vocation. And that's really now where Power Beauty will go and in, in really helping them achieve their dreams. And again, really using beauty as that vehicle for change. So Power Beauty Living um, is very special to my heart. It really encompasses my three beliefs of, you know, beauty, bliss, and balance. And um, and I'm excited to bring this to the world in a much bigger way. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> well, I, there's, you know, there is so much there. That's in, uh, an incredible sort of ride that you just took us on. Um, I love that you both have been touched by Sedona and experienced just like the power of, of that land. And I think it is so in, uh, incredible, Shalini, um, that how you're able to use beauty, like you said, as a vehicle for change. Um, you said earlier, beauty as the universal language. I never thought of that. That's so powerful as like a global sort of uh, uh, web and, and a way of communication. Um, and it's so cool to hear about uh, beauty, I mean, uh, power beauty living and and how that is continuing to grow. Um, so like when that started, or, or what I'm trying to get a timeline here a little bit. Like when did Power Beauty Living first come into the world? 2015. And then we launched 2016 at the United Nations. And then, you know, while Power Beauty Living's been out there, we've done retreats, we've done all kinds of transformation events, we've done like the ultimate girls' night out cocktail night where they have their beauty, bliss, or balance cocktail. They learn how to tap out their stress. They get great, you know, mentorship mm. from thought leaders. They get their makeup done. They get their kind of tattoos. I mean, it's just a, like a really fun, but very impactful evening. Um, uh, so that came out. And while I was doing that, then I launched my next brand, Passport to Beauty, based on my book with a media mm. deal, traveling all over the world. And I started creating brands for like Paramount Studios, um, Turner Classic Movies, the FabFitFunds of the world, celebrities and influencers. And then as, you know, the universe and 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 God and whoever spirit uh, has it, I, you know, I found out I was receiving the Mahatma Gandhi Award at the British House of Lords um, for my work in beauty and um, women empowerment. And that probably would never have happened without Power Beauty Living from Sedona, <laughs> mm. you know, and that's really what put the impact into this third beauty brand, which I didn't anticipate launching, uh, but, you know, we did launch Ready, Set, Jet. We are 95% female funded. We launched uh, launched with a mission of level leveling the playing field for women. A lot of women had never invested. A lot of women didn't know what investment was. And we did that so we could create impact across the board, no matter the socioeconomic status. And mm -hmm. I think what surprised me was the messages after women reaching out to me saying, because you allowed me to invest, I could use the title investor on my LinkedIn. And I was able to leave an abusive marriage. I was able to kickstart my career. I mean, things I had never thought about. And so, of course, the first product we launched was a baton. Mm -hmm. um, from a beauty perspective, DJ, you might not understand this, but it's <laughs> a product, but it's also very symbolic in women passing the baton on to other women to show women that when we come together, we rise together. So there is a big underlying meaning in creating a beauty baton. And, and we have a big mm. pass the baton initiative, which goes right in with Power Beauty Living on the impact side. Mm-hmm. That's that's uh the the baton, that's a it's like a multi-purpose. <laughs> I don't know if it's eight and one or, or something. Oh, yeah. it's like, I, mean, I need to try those. Is it blush? <laughs> Build your own. Yeah, we'll have to get you guys some product. But more more than that, from you know uh, a spiritual and intentionally building of a brand standpoint that has impact. There's a bigger message behind this. It's not just oh. your moisturizer. It's not just your lipstick. You know, it's mm -hmm. not just your highlighter. You know, it's a tool for more women to realize that the more mm -hmm. they are they are passing the baton on to another woman or an underserved community, the more that we are going to rise together because of that positivity. Mm. Yes. Wow. That is very powerful. Actually, <laughs> you, <laughs> you deliver the message through the baton. Yes. Yes. We need to help each other and, you know, that's we need to celebrate each other and celebrate yeah. things that make us different. I mean, that's really the beauty of the world. That's what yeah. the world is. 
that that can be a really powerful healing for women when we share share that you know secrets and you know helping each other to glow and share that culture together you know that's yep. that's very beautiful thank you it is it's a beautiful sisterhood and of course mm-hmm. you know we can't do this without the the men because the men <laughs> are the ones that are going to help really push the message forth we need the we need the right men as well to mm-hmm. tell women that they have every opportunity in the world to thrive equally yes, yes. yeah i'm yes. hearing like and i love you said sisterhood because that's something I've talked to some of my women friends about is like some, some, some uh, female friends of mine that like are just starting to find sisterhood and, and in, in this point in their lives, finding groups of women where they can have nights together and really get deep together about where they're at in their lives and share experiences and uh, like, uh, and just build each other up and, and have safe space together. And, and same thing with me and my brothers, we're just trying we're starting to find spaces where we can come together as men and be fully vulnerable, just honest with each other and drop the, the, all the extra stuff and, and yeah, just be together and support each other in that. And when we have those spaces, then we can also come together, all of us together and build really amazing things and a future that, uh, that I'm excited about, you know, it's the community, it's the power of community. It's the power of, you know, healed people healing people you know what i mean exactly literally that's what i I felt with all those years of practicing spirituality you always try to connect that connection and essence i feel that's the way how you heal others especially like you know giving power to ladies all the sisters so you probably have some like inspiring stories like with the ladies who do not have confidence, do not want to show, you know, do not want to, you know, express their beauty, but how you help those ladies and glow. Do you have any stories that you would like to share? Well, we could go into the naysayers over here. <laughs> the ones that, aren't, <laughs> that aren't in the sisterhood that are harder on women <laughs> than men. Um, my hope is they become enlightened that, you know, the world is abundant and there is enough for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, but there are just so many women that are struggling. And I think more so now after the pandemic than before mm-hmm. mental health, mm-hmm. you know, depression, there's a huge, you know, generation of women that are going into menopause mm-hmm. um, and having, having to deal with like, how do we balance our hormones? These are not conversations that they're having, you know, they have even a lot of resources for. And so, you know, I think for me, when I'm, I'm dealing with women that don't have the confidence, it's one really giving them the tools, mm-hmm. you know, of how, how do you believe in yourself? You know, what, let's focus on, Sometimes I feel that women feel the things that make them different is the detriment. And what I always tell them is those things that make you different is mm-hmm. what needs to be celebrated yeah. and what needs to be embraced because that in a very crowded world is what's going to make you stand out. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, I know I've, I've cracked the code, so to speak, when I finally see the smile. And, you know, if you can get them to smile from within and you can get mm-hmm. them to feel good, even if it's just putting a little bit of lipstick on, <laughs> you know, that's why there, there's something called the lipstick effect, you know, in a recession, you don't really see the numbers go down in beauty or in alcohol, right? Because there are mm-hmm. like two things that aren't super expensive that will give you that feel good, you know, moment. And so- right. I think for me, it's just little things that you can do to show women mm. on a daily basis. Even, you know, um, I just did a a video on intentional beauty and, and mm-hmm. making mm. while you're putting your makeup on, not just like being completely checked out, but like making it intentional self-care time where mm. you're able to, you know, look in the mirror, put your makeup on and be like, okay, let me just check in with myself. Am I hitting my goals? Am I happy? <laughs> Do I need to spend a little bit of time on a walk today? You know, those things. And and I think with everything moving so fast, we -hmm. forget that we do need to be mindful and we do need to have those intentional moments in our life where we're checking in. And I think for Mm -hmm. me personally, and what I've seen with a lot of women around the world, the ones that can't seem to grasp the happiness or their center are the ones that rarely do the check-in with self and spend time with self. And I always tell women, you know, become your best friend first. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, 
you'll see everything else kind of, you know, have a beautiful ripple effect from that, you know, outside of you. That is very beautiful. Yeah. I love like the idea of weaving moments of intentionality and awareness into our lives rather than like, oh, it's another space I have to build. Like, no, if, if I can weave that into me putting my makeup on or washing my face or something, it's like, I really like that. Um, and I, it made me think too, you're talking about becoming, you know, some, the the combination of the fast pace of life now and, and phones and algorithms uh, combined with uh, some people not taking that time to be with themselves. I think um, I, I'll just speak for myself. When I started spending more time with myself, I was like, whoa, there's a lot there. There's, there's a lot of different emotions and a lot of different thoughts. So I think that can also be overwhelming. Sometimes it felt, and still, I think sometimes feels overwhelming to me. And I have to like, be like, okay, no, it's okay. Can sit with it and be with it. Um, But I think some people, they might feel that and then be like, whoa. And then there's kind of like a, now I'm just going to go right back to my phone or right back to being productive or something. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. So as a woman perspective, there was a time that um, some reason I, I had a belief that I didn't, I'm not supposed to try too hard to make myself beautiful. I don't know where that came from. You know, I've been a you know, holistic killer, being a master for a long period of time, uh, like over two, two decades. I feel like I shouldn't um, like pull attention with different you know purpose or different reason so like putting lipstick and some makeup on i didn't have that kind of (laughs) education for my own self Uh, but you know just a little bit of touch like blush or lipstick Uh, now i really understand it's it's it could be a very little thing but it is something that really means a lot more than just putting a lipstick on um, like for ladies who do not really take good care of themselves and then do not have confidence, they may not even care about how they, you know, like how they take care of themselves, not to show others, but to show for themselves and feel good about themselves and love them, love themselves uh, when they look at the mirror. So today when I <laughs> prepare our podcast, I put some lipstick on. <laughs> I wanted to uh, kind of make some different uh, change uh, to to give honor and and uh, showing some love to myself. So I know that's a lot more than just lipstick. Yeah, it's very intentional. I love that because I think as women and then women from certain cultures, you know, we've been taught not to stand out, don't rock the boat, Mm -hmm. don't have an opinion, don't use your voice, don't draw too much attention to you. So, you know, that's how we've been raised in some of the cultural messaging that's been put forth. And, and I I know I've been raised that way. And, you know, but at the same time, I do it for myself first. Mm -hmm. And that's what I tell a lot of women, like do, do little things that make you feel good. You know, Mm -hmm. even if it's just going and buying like pink bedding, like pink sheets and candles or using a lotion that smells so good that when you put Mm -hmm. it on, it makes you stop and like Mm -hmm. take a moment to, you know, breathe it in and and just Mm -hmm. have that little moment of I'm doing something nice for myself. And I think that self-care and and Mm self-esteem are so important in every Mm -hmm. aspect of life that we walk mm-hmm. that if there's little things that we can do on a day-to-day basis to help us out beauty definitely, definitely yeah, beauty definitely fits in there yes <laughs> i believe that <laughs> also for you know um there's a lot of us facing fear you know a lot of right. uh, us are trying to figure out how do we go for that next level how do we you know uh, makeup's also a fun little game of armor you know where mm. you can put your armor on for the day and know that like you've got this space now between you mm. and the world and you know you there's so many different ways to play with beauty in ways that are going to serve you Ooh, wow that's very powerful interpretation how you describe it i i can really resonate with that hmm yeah, so it's it can be as as powerful as a protective barrier between you mm. and the 
world? Are you in the goals? Or are you in going into your first networking event and feeling nervous and scared? You know, so there's a lot of really wonderful ways to use beauty to serve you and to serve That's others. Wonderful. So Shalini, so this podcast, our name is Heal Yourself with Michelle and DJ Silo. <laughs> and then we had two episodes uh, together and mainly I share about what's healing, the truth about healing. The healing is not about just healing symptoms like physically or emotionally. Uh, the, the meaning of healing is to connect with our true nature and true self and once we connect with that essence of life, then the natural healing just happens, you know, naturally all levels. Um, mm -hmm. So that was the message that we've been sharing. So like inviting you to this channel, you know, heal yourself. I know you definitely have some healing message. Uh, and then I know you are still on the journey of healing yourself and evolving and expanding even more without stopping. Um, so I wanted to kind of check in with you. What are the, um, I know you're practicing and you're meditating. What are the healing do you need for yourself? Yeah. Well, first of all, I, I'm always on a healing journey. So <laughs> I know you do. And I'm always feeling I need to heal something. So, you know, for me, I think nature is the best medicine uh, first off. So one of the first things, I do, um, especially when I'm really just feeling like I'm going to drive myself crazy is getting out in nature. Mm -hmm. And I do like to do walking meditation. I don't know if you do a lot of walking meditation, yeah. but I yeah. love walking meditation, even down to chakras where I'll like, I'll see red and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to mm -hmm. find something that's red and it's going to balance this chakra. And then I'm going to look for something purple and without fail, as soon as I say that, like a purple flower shows up or a red... <laughs> A red truck drives by, you know, and it's kind of that affirmation of like, okay, this is working. Um, and, and for me, I think everything goes back to being mindful. I know in my day, I can, I can work from 7am to 1am without stopping. Mm -hmm. And if I don't mindfully say, okay, you need to go and do something for you and you need to stop for a few minutes um, and just take the time for, for me, that time is usually spent on a walk in nature. Mm -hmm. I love tapping. Tapping is one of my favorite <laughs> things. And, and I also love, you know, mindfully sweeping off energy right. that doesn't serve me. Um, and my other most favorite thing to do is really taking a bath with Epsom salts and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, different types of teas. I, I was really fortunate to spend time with the Tibetan monks mm -hmm. and in Tibet uh, healing uh, healing tea baths are very big in their practice. So wow. in one of my my brands, we had created this healing tea bath and now we're bringing it into Ready, Set, Jet where you can actually sip mm -hmm. it and soak in it. Wow. But, um, you know, taking the time to use different teas and salts and essential oils that you know mm -hmm. that you're doing something nice for your body and you're giving mm -hmm. yourself a time out. Uh, I found it really interesting when I was researching Dutch beauty secrets that when they take a bath, they take it on Sunday and it's not just a bath, it's a bathing ritual. Mm -hmm. so they will take the time to not only make the waters beautiful, but they'll take the time to mask their hair, mm -hmm. mask their face and make it an entire ritual for self. Mm -hmm. And so wherever you can steal those moments, I do believe are all part of healing. Right. I believe that. The I Korean the, spa. Uh... Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's my favorite Korean. is the <laughs> <laughs> the Korean spa has literally a tea bag uh, spa. Have you have you done it? It's a ritual, literally. I haven't done that one. I always get <laughs> and scrub. I get my phenomenal. Oh, like all the rooms. I get my center. Uh, it's my favorite thing to do in the entire world is go to Korean spa. Wonderful. That's how they keep their beauty. <laughs> I know. And then you see the grandmas with the moms and the daughters all in there together. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that you uh, used the word ritual there. I think that like is, is the key word, even when you're talking about taking that moment while putting on makeup. It's like how we create uh, these rituals in our lives that can charge us back up and, and just by con like giving us a moment to connect with ourselves. 
there's so many times for us to check in with ourselves, but it really takes being mindful to do so because it is right. so easy to look at the clock and be like, wow, how did, how is it seven o'clock? <laughs> you know, where did the day go? And right. I'm so busy and, you know, I haven't done anything for myself and I, I can definitely be, um, really bad at that, by the way, I'll be very honest in saying that I can get so into my work that all of a sudden it's like 9 PM and I'm like the whole day went by, Mm -hmm. you know, so even, even, you know, visualizing, you know, intentional, good intentions, put in a glass of water and drinking those intentions. And I mean, Mm -hmm. little things that you can do anywhere at Mm -hmm. any time to create this like self-care ritual for yourself. I'll just find myself now nowadays, I'll just take a moment just to hold my heart and my lower abdomen and just take a moment and my body will sort of go boom, 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 boom. I'm like, ah, <laughs> thank you. Like it reacts to it. I'm just like, cause I, I didn't even realize I'm up here just like uh, executing, doing things, like making all these maneuvers in the world. And then it's like, just like, oh, hi, man. Like, hello, like <laughs> <laughs> saying hi to my body. And, it, and it's wild how it responds. Like, uh, I can feel tension sort of like uh, melt just a little bit. So, yeah, I, even with Michelle's meditation, you know, just to remind mm-hmm. yourself to like relax, relax your shoulders, relax mm-hmm. your, you know, even relaxing your scalp. You don't realize how mm-hmm. much your head is, wow. you know, wow. you know, just mindfully mm-hmm. telling, you know, your everything to just chill out so to speak (laughs) we're (laughs) chilling we're chilling (laughs) but but you know you don't realize how much you're holding on until you're like relax your jaw area and you're like oh I didn't realize how clenched my jaw has been all day you know so there is so many fantastic healing modalities out there and I feel that if you can do the little things on a day-to-day basis that are easy within your grasp and that you can be mindful of the healing process becomes a lot easier versus being overwhelming. Yeah. And uh, Shalini, uh, Shalini, I do want to ask too, like you've been on this mission to help empower young women leaders for years now. And have you seen the sort of landscape of women in business change? And how do you feel about it now? And how, what what's positive and what needs some like attention there? Yeah, it's been really remarkable to see that when I started my first brand, there was really no resources for women. There was no mentorship, really. You were lucky if you could find, you know, a woman mentor that didn't think you were going to compete with her. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, what I've seen over the last few years is really beautiful in a sense that women are like enough is enough. Like we're going to start creating more funding opportunities for women. We're going to actually fund more women businesses because at the end of the day, they're 67% more successful than male run business. I mean, there's all these Mm. data that shows you why women should be counted as equal. And, you know, in that sense, I feel really um, just so happy to see that there is this like underlying swell that's happening for women's rights, equality, coming together as tribes, creating resources. We were fortunate enough, like I said, for Ready, Set, Jet to raise funding from 95% women and that too over Zoom. I mean, we Mm. met such incredible women all over the world that the impact and the message was you know, so resonant to them as well and, and wanting to pay it forward to the next woman that we were able to bring in some of the most stellar, phenomenal women I've ever met. And, you know, this brand is what opened up those relationships to me. So I feel that we've made huge, you know, progress. And I feel like there's still an enormous amount of progress we need to make. I believe it's 2% of funding goes to women in business, 1%, 1% if you're a minority. So that's not a lot, considering Mm -hmm. there's another 99% out there going to men. Uh, I feel that more women need to really understand, again, from a universal abundance perspective, that there is enough for all of us and that we really do create an incredible uh, tide when we come together and we work together and we support each other. Uh, Mm -hmm. So my hope is that, you know, we'll continue to see more and more women women become confident and independent Mm -hmm. and helping other women. I don't know how long that's going to take, but I'm definitely on a mission to spread that message and and give women this the, the resources and the tools that they need in order to do that. 
Awesome. And, it, you know, oh. from what the stories that you share with us, it does seem to be a growing wave. I know that there's people maybe that, that aren't ready to catch that wave, but there is like this wave that's growing and that that it's so exciting to hear about. And I, you know, I've seen a lot um, just from what I take in and, and the people in my life there, there's different, uh, you know, female empowerment um, and sisterhood and alliances coming together. But it's so awesome to talk to you and to hear about it from like a financial perspective also and really an entrepreneurship perspective. Um, cause I, I, I haven't seen an example of that or been able to, to meet someone who is embodying that and is like a full example of it. So I feel like a warrior sometimes because <laughs> that's, that's really right. Me. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't born to be a warrior, but I guess in this lifetime, I was, you know, given that responsibility because it's been an uphill battle, you know, and mm-hmm. I guess every battle brings, you know, great satisfaction and being able to you know change the the dynamics and and the paradigm but you know it's it's not easy when you're trying to change Mm -hmm. you know cultural stereotypes and Mm -hmm. you know these types of ways and thoughts that have been you know things the way they've been done forever and to come in Mm -hmm. and be like we do it differently I mean I'm still usually the only woman in a board or on a fund you know, always. And so yeah. I'd like to see more women in that room with me. Um, I can see it too, because I mean, we are like sort of healing out of uh, a patriarchal society, but there, there are, there have been matriarchal societies and that, that is like in our DNA also. So I, yeah, I wonder how it all sort of continue to unfold. I know, aren't we in the time of the divine feminine? Yes, I, <laughs> I believe so. I believe so too. Yeah. I think we're going to see some good change. Yeah, yeah, and even like you know, it brings when you guys are talking about like, or when you were talking about like Dutch beauty secrets and and bathing like that. There's also like the feminine that's rising within people in male bodies, like and like the self care aspect and for 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 people in male bodies has been a huge like growing industry. So um, not, not like male and female and gender, but there is something feminine about, about like really treating myself and like pampering myself and taking that time to like, I'm not going to just take a shower. I'm going to like set up a bath and like relax in it. And I think that's important uh, from where I'm standing for men to explore and expand their feminine side while also uh, exploring and expanding their like honorable masculine side. So. I agree 110%. Well, first of all, I'm so happy to hear that you bathe um, <laughs> more than just taking a bath, but you make, you make it a little bit more. Yeah, that's um, funny. Yeah. You know, but I, and, and I don't mm-hmm. necessarily even think of it as a feminine thing. I, everything mm-hmm. for me goes back to self-care and, and, right. you know, self-care affects your mental health that affects your ability to go out there and kick, you know, some serious butt in the world in whatever you're doing, but it also gives you the confidence because you're taking care of yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. we live in a world where we can't really, we we want people to take care of us, but at the end of the day, it's really up to us to take care of us first. And that's why I love what you guys do. And, and Michelle, especially, you know, the modalities that you have on, you know, healing and even the meditation today, just those three little lines of, mm-hmm. I love myself. I trust myself. I respect myself. Mm-hmm. We forget to even have those conversations with ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, and just those three little things are just like, oh yeah. Right. You know, that's really powerful. So I'm very, very happy to have you at our Heal Yourself uh, with Michelle and DJ Silo. Uh, I wanted to kind of ask you, what are the vision that you see like five years, 10 years down the road, with the foundation mm. and all the work that you're working on? Uh, I, gosh, that's a great question. <laughs> Doing the one, three and five exercise in my head last night, when <laughs> the door is okay. I'm going to open door year one, year three, year, year mm. five. Mm. I just see a world of, you know, women having more opportunities, having mm. more equal footing. Uh, you know, hope, my hope is that we break the cycle of generational poverty by skilling, mm. training a lot of women that don't have those uh, resources and tools um, and just creating a movement, you know, for me, it's like, I, I, I think I was saying to somebody, I'm, I'm like, I want, I want, you know, 
a group of women marching in that you know are marching into their future and and this girl goes, get the movement let's create an entire army and i'm like i would love that <laughs> i would love to just continue to see you know and people embracing diversity and being inclusive mm-hmm. and really being able to celebrate the fact that everyone has something special to offer in the world, you know, mm-hmm. no matter where they're from, no matter, I would say every, every, every woman should have the opportunity to jet set, no matter her seek, mm-hmm. you know, socioeconomic status. And so being able to share the world and bring the world to these women is really exciting. And I hope that, you know, in five years, we can say that we've impacted at least 10 million women globally. That's amazing. So the last message maybe you can share to our audience. This is very growing phase, this podcast. Uh, but I thought it is very meaningful to have you as our first guest speaker, because you are not just talking about outside beauty, but you believe in inside beauty, glow from, you know, from within. So what could be your uh, message to our audience? Well, first off, I'm really honored to be your first guest. So really, <laughs> I thank you for that. Second, uh, you know, so many of the meditation, self-care techniques and modalities that you share are so close to my heart. I know they've changed my life tremendously. And, you know, and I, and I have been raised with Indian yoga and, and all kinds of, you know, from all over the world. But, you know, really being able to tap in and take that time for yourself has been just unbelievably life-changing for me. And so I'm excited to be able to tune in and listen to more of your podcasts and, and actually to learn from you guys. I'm, I'm really, really excited. And again, I'm very grateful for being your first guest. Thank you so very much. It was a pleasure, a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys. No, real, real quick, um, uh, Shalini, just... Is there anywhere that we can tell our listeners to find you at? What's the best place to like oh, follow yeah. along? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can definitely find me on Instagram. I'm very active there. Um, so at Shalini Videra, I'm sure you guys can spell out my name because it's a it's a good um, <laughs> the long one. And uh, you know, really, social media is really the best place to find me. You can you know look at the products at readysetjetofficial.com at Power Beauty Living on Instagram. And, you know, please don't hesitate to reach out to me on DM. And I'm happy to connect with you guys. Awesome. Wonderful.